I'm Jeffrey Clark, and this is 90s Youth Life. song will smith had a popular song in 1988 called parents just don't understand and i feel like at times when we were growing up we had that mindset one thing that we had that mindset over was movies um the website collider just came out with a list jeff merrick wrote this it's called 10 Iconic 90s Movies Kids Loved That Adults Didn't. So whether critics despised it or parents just didn't want to see it, we kids loved going to these particular movies, watching them on video over and over again. Of course, in later years, we would watch them on DVD or whatever streaming services they happened to be on. So let me list these movies that are in this story. Again, it's called 10 Iconic 90s Movies Kids Loved That Adults Didn't. Now, the first one's very interesting. It's Hook. Now, I personally have not seen Hook. Uh, you know, my best friend can't believe I haven't seen it. And he's like, you know, you'll thank me later. But my wife does not want to see the whole thing. She's seen parts of it and didn't really appeal to her. Uh, critics did not really care for it. And it was very expensive. But... People who were our age certainly enjoyed it. Even though it was directed by Steven Spielberg and starred Robin Williams, people didn't care for it uh, at large, but kids our age really love it. Then we have Batman and Robin. Now, this is like really campy Batman stuff. Uh, Joe Schumacher was the director of this. Uh, you had Jim Carrey as the Riddler in Batman Forever. But here you have Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. And, of course, you have George Clooney as Batman. Probably the most infamous thing to come out of this, made famous by the Nostalgia Critic. A bat credit card is used in this, and that was a running gag on the show there for a long time. Another one, Hocus Pocus, of course, we know that has a cult following, especially around Halloween. Only a few people went to go see it in theaters, and Disney actually lost over $16 million over it. But once it was released on video and was aired on the Disney Channel, that's when it took off like it has now. Beth Miller, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy to Jimmy, they're all coming back for the upcoming sequel, which I've talked about on this podcast before. Tommy Boy, one of the few movies that Chris Farley made before he died, co-starring David Spade. The film was not met well critically, and it was just a mediocre release uh, when it came into theaters. Uh, but, of course, home video release made it popular and many people recognize it as Farley's best film. I've been thinking about Farley a lot lately, by the way. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Maybe I've talked about this before, but I actually saw this in theaters. It's the only Star Wars movie I have ever actually seen all the way through. Um, maybe it was because Star Wars was kind of foreign to me, but I didn't really understand it. But I saw it in the theaters. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't really care for it, particularly because of Jar Jar Binks. And now we have people who still like it to a certain degree. I know uh, that's not a movie that is 
very fondly remembered at large, but, you know, it was the first real Star Wars flick in 16 years, so I could see why people were eagerly awaiting this. Now, another one that I have not seen, which I should get around to someday, a goofy movie. Uh, you know, the film was developed off of the back of Goof Troop. Um, you know, while this was going on, you know, Disney's going through some leadership changes. They actually postponed a goofy movie before they dumped it into theaters. And it was a pretty mediocre return. And, of course, it became more popular once it came out on video. Uh, the next one, Billy Madison, which was Adam Sandler's first lead role. It came out when he was still on Saturday Night Live. Um, for obvious reasons, people didn't really care for it critically. It only has a 41% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but a 79% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. So, you know, we were immature, so we liked immature stuff. Then we have Casper with Bill Pullman and Christina Ritchie. Um, the audience score is 49%. The Rotten Tomatoes score is 51%. Um, you know, it was nominated for Best Picture of the Year, the Kids' Choice Awards, however, and that might just be a nostalgia thing that people care to see it uh, for. That's the only reason they want to see it. Next, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. This was the sequel to the very popular movie from 1990. Uh, a lot of parents thought it was too adult. The, well, the first one, they thought it was too adult. So they made this one more kid-friendly. And it even had its own rap song, which went about as well as you might expect for the early 90s. Uh, the movie was clearly made for kids, but... That was the whole reason that it was popular for kids. Last but not least, Matilda. I know people will defend this movie to the death. Um, it's a very beloved family film. It did not make all of its money back at the box office, which meant it was a bomb. Although it did get some good reviews. Uh, I know that when Nostalgia Craig was going to do a review of this, people flipped out over it. So he ended up canceling that episode today. He still has not done a full episode about it. Uh, but Matilda the Musical came out on Broadway over the past several years, and pretty soon there's going to be a Matilda the Musical film on Netflix. So there you have it. There are the 10 90s movies that adults hated, but kids like us loved. Did you see any of these? Do you have a differing opinion on some of these movies? I know a lot of these movies on this list were very popular when they came out, or even more popular today, but we all have to realize that it's all subjective. So if you like it, great. If you don't, well, that's okay too. For bonus content and podcast news, like the 90s Youth Life Facebook page, you can also hear all my episodes at youthlife90s.podbean.com. I'm Jeffrey Clark for 90s Youth Life. Grow old, but don't grow up.